Hello from Toronto, and thank you for joining the December 2020 Meeting Highlights podcast of the recent virtual meeting. This podcast will cover some of the agenda items discussed at the IPSASB's recent meeting. I'm Ross Smith, Program and Technical Director of the International Public Sector Accounting Standards Board, the IPSASB. Joining me from the UK is IPSASB Chair Ian Crothers. Ian, what's your overall assessment of the IPSASB's third virtual meeting? Could you share some insights? In particular, maybe you could comment on the challenge of approving documents while meeting virtually. Thanks, Ross. Yes, I think this overall was a very successful meeting. It was certainly quite long. Um, we spread the meeting actually over two weeks uh, with seven three-hour sessions. And that was really to allow documents to come backwards and forwards, particularly uh, the draft exposure draft uh, 77 on measurement and the draft of the update uh, of the conceptual framework chapter on measurement. And that gave members the opportunity to consider revisions and changes proposed by staff. But I think it's nevertheless very difficult trying to finalise documents because one of the advantages of a physical meeting is the ability to not only debate and discuss face to face in the meeting, but a lot of it when you hit particular problems, you really rely on being able to have short conversations one-on-one -on -one or in small groups, members to exchange ideas about how you address a problem. And, and that becomes much more difficult when you're in the virtual environment. So given that we face that degree of difficulty and a shorter amount of time with um, seven three-hour sessions rather than four full days of discussion, um, I think we did a fantastic job as a group uh, in getting to the five approvals that we were looking to achieve during the meeting. So in terms of uh, the approvals that uh, we achieved during the meeting, um, First one in, in numerical order uh, was to approve ED75 on leases. Um, that is an aligned exposure draft aligned with um, IFRS 16. And then because that focuses just on pure commercial leasing transactions, we also approved a first for Ipsasby a request for information. So we want information about transactions which may be similar to leases, may even be leases um, on areas like concessionary leases, um, rights to occupy and other sort of uh, those sorts of transactions that you get that are common in the public sector. So those uh, go together and those will be published, uh, we hope early in the new year with a four month exposure period. Then the most, really most challenging part of the meeting, I think, was actually uh, completing the suite of exposure drafts which relate with measurement. Um, listeners may remember that we approved one exposure draft, uh, ED79, um, on non-current non assets available for sale and discontinued operations. That was back in September. So this meeting, we had to approve uh, two documents that very strongly relate to each other, the exposure draft of a new standard on measurement, which links very strongly in with the update of chapter seven of the conceptual framework. And then also ED78, which is an update of IPSA 17, um, 
reflecting the transfer of material out of uh, IPSA 17 into ED uh, measurement, and also the inclusion of implementation guidance and application guidance on the specific characteristics uh, that drive accounting challenges for heritage and infrastructure. So we had to approve those, those three documents, which do all interrelate, and where when you make changes of one, then there are changes in the other. And we, we did get to approval on all of those three. Um, there are still a few items that we need to uh, clear up, uh, which we will uh, aim to do at our check-in meeting in February. Uh, so at the moment, those approvals are preliminary, subject to consistency checks across the three documents, resolution of uh, some remaining drafting issues where we've given instruction to staff. And then the idea is that assuming we clear those off in uh, February, then they will go through the uh, publication process and they will come out, um, we hope in late March, with a six-month exposure period. And that was something that the board was very keen on, making sure that constituents had sufficient time to concentrate on an important suite of standards. Um, so all four of those exposure drafts will be out for six months uh, until around about the end of September. And that is really aimed at giving people plenty of opportunity to comment. And we hope that we get the same level of comments as we did on our recent exposure drafts on uh, revenue and um, transfer expenses, where we were delighted that we got all, uh, over 200 responses across the three exposure drafts, which was a record for us. So we hope we get the same again on measurement. Yeah, thank you, Ian. Uh, definitely approving the range of documents, even if some are uh, preliminary really is quite an accomplishment given the virtual nature of the current board operations. And as you've noted, it is important to continue to make progress on these projects as it will now allow us to go out and ask constituents for their feedback and input on the items uh, so they can share their, their thoughts on, on where the IPSASBs landed, which is quite important at this point. Shifting gears a little bit, Ian, would you like to share some thoughts and reflections on 2020 as a whole now that this challenging year is drawing to a close? Thanks, Ross. Yes, maybe if I um, split my comments into two areas, one would be um, the uh, part of our strategy with delivering global standards. And perhaps then I'll talk about inspiring implementation um, a little bit separately. But in terms of delivery of standards, um, you know, Really, I think we've done amazingly well. I I send a a, a message um, out to the uh, board members and technical advisors and observers at the beginning of the year, and thinking back to to what I said at the beginning of this year. I mean, of course, you know, this was in January. None of us really thought about the pandemic. Um, you know, the challenges I identified there were determining the strategic direction on leases. Uh, and then moving that through to exposure draft. And it was moving through this suite of projects um, around measurement. Um, and that was at the beginning of the year, we hadn't even approved the project brief for what became ED79, uh, which is a project based on IFRS 5. Um, so, you know, I think it was really important that we had our last physical meeting in um, New York in March, 
um, not all members even at that stage were able to attend, but we still had effectively a, a conventional meeting and that allowed us to really put the foundations in place for the remainder of the year. In particular, we took the strategic decision on the, the direction of the leases project at that meeting. Um, and then of course the pandemic hit and that really demanded a huge change in working practices. Uh, you know, staff have had to work virtually uh, since March. We've had to rethink how we run meetings. Um, it's demanded a change in style so much uh, crisper, much more focused, uh, issue focused papers from the staff, which then means that you can actually have a much shorter, uh, more focused conversation in the board meeting. Um, a lot of, you know, do members disagree with what staff is proposing, which really um, shortens the discussion time. You know, we've got much less discussion time um, and allows you to get through uh, material quite quickly. I think one of the very beneficial innovations during the year has actually been the check-in meetings that we've had between meetings, um, because actually that's allowed us to take forward one or maybe two projects where we need some specific input from um, the board. Uh, and that's really allowed us to move, um, you know, projects through very quickly. And I think, you know, we had a good meeting in July, for example, that allowed us to move through um, ED78. Uh, and then we, we focused on ED77, the measurement exposure draft in the autumn. So that's been quite a change in approach and change in rhythm, I think. Um, you know, so I think um, challenging, we've all had to get used to that. But I think people have actually risen to that challenge both staff and board um, probably tough on our technical advisors I think because um, you know they've they've not been on screen they've very much been in the background um, so I think that's I'm very grateful for them you know keeping going and providing the members uh, with briefing so I think you know that we have managed to keep going with our standards program um, probably the one item that we didn't manage to get through is we have uh, pushed back by six months the start of the development of our mid-period work program uh, consultation but I think you know that probably was the, the the one thing where we had a bit of um, if you like float time within the overall program um, and uh, you know we're, we're now having the first discussions on that with the CAG in December and a little bit with the board and we'll take that forward in March. So I think overall on work program delivering global standards, I think uh, we've we've really uh, done amazingly well on that. Clearly inspiring implementation, a lot of that depends on outreach. And again, major changes there really um, with the move to uh, virtual uh, participation. I think when you look at the list of events that members have managed to input to, actually, um, again, they've made the transition um, extremely well. And, and, you know, although you don't meet people physically, actually, uh, the virtual environment allows you to reach a lot more people. Um, in terms of the implementation side, I would say I think we have had the opportunity to work more closely with the World Bank, um, participating in their events, reflecting on the application of the standards. Um, and I think, you know, one of the important aspects there was the staff Q&A um, early in the year, showing how our existing standard suite does help, can help. Um, our constituents uh, address the accounting impacts of the pandemic. And also, um, I would draw attention to the uh, 
COVID-19 intervention tracker, which um, was developed jointly between IFAC and uh, Zurich uh, University uh, School of Management and Law that um, we participated in that as a board. And I think, again, a very uh, useful practical tool, which is being piloted in various places around the world, translated in, into different languages. So a very different approach to operation. And we've also had a very good virtual workshop with the uh, statistical community, um, which we're hoping will translate um, into further work on alignment of our standard suite with the um, government finance statistics um, manuals and, and uh, other guidance. So really, I think we have, we have done a huge amount this year, probably far more than we thought was possible, um, despite the, uh, you know, with the, the change in operation. Um, Looking forward into 2021, um, you know, clearly we're hoping that um, with uh, the um, vaccines programs coming online, um, that we will be able to go back to virtual operation, uh, to physical operation. We will have a virtual board meeting in March. That's been agreed. We're keeping open the option of uh, a physical or hybrid physical virtual event um, in uh, Toronto in June. Um, and we do hope that we will be able to, and that our stakeholders will be able to travel um, in the autumn when we start. Uh, we hope to put on events to consider our draft uh, work mid-period work program. So, you know, we're, we're hoping that we will keep the best of what we've learned in 2020, but also mix that with the best of what we were doing previously. Thanks, Ian, for that uh, summary of the key developments from the recent meeting and the summary of 2020 as a whole. It, it is really um, useful to hear your reflections on, on how the board's managed through the pandemic and manage to keep things moving as well as uh, foreshadowing some of the challenges we'll be facing in 2021 for our listeners. Um, that draws to the end uh, this IPSASB podcast. For further information on the recent meeting, please see the December 2020 IPSASB e-news. The IPSASB's first meeting, as Ian's already mentioned, will be in February 2021 uh, with a one-day virtual check-in followed by the full IPSASB meeting in March, which both will be held virtually. Uh, all meeting highlights podcasts are available in the meeting section of the IPSASB website, and listeners can find us on iTunes by searching for IFAC Accountancy Podcast. Listeners can also follow us on the IPSASB LinkedIn account, as well as on our Twitter account, at IPSASB underscore news. With the public gallery closed because our virtual, our meetings are now virtual, you can also watch us on the IPSASB YouTube channel. Thanks for listening and joining us for this podcast. Wishing everyone happy holidays and a great start to 2021. Take care.